Welcome to the Cone to Dough Show. much brother what's been happening not much just been uh pondering my thoughts since the last couple of weeks you know and that's all we do these days isn't it just ponder our thoughts i think yeah I, it's hard not having a jizzob a jizzob yeah oh okay i thought it was some sort of contraption for capturing jizz like a, <laughs> a jizz orb or something no i got one of up. those <laughs> oh man um well no, i think i was i was sort of mentally paying penance for all of my um my amusing attitudes on the last two episodes, I think. <laughs> How do you pay penance for that sort of like a, a confessional booth type thing? Or I, I guess in just balancing my writing out by writing some uh, some nice things for the ladies and stuff like that, or even just people in general, you know, not even oh. making these kind of ridiculous divisions of something like the spirit, you know? Yeah, exactly. We're all one, right? So a moment can be as profound as an entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. A bullet can be the seed for a new dominant bloodline. And a bomb can be a Star Trek teleport ride, especially if you're vaporized. Wow. That's good advice to all of us. Um, that guy that just stole that plane in Egypt, it turns out he wasn't a Muslim guy. He was actually, like, lovesick and wanted to go visit his wife in, like, Cyprus or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that, that is, that is pretty that much... That is your point. That's, that's the description of a suicide bomber anywhere, pretty much. Like a, a Romeo suicide They're bomber. lovesick in some really sick fucking way. Well, we put that to but bed yeah. before. They want Allah's, uh, Muhammad's cast-offs or whatever yeah. um, in heaven. They peace, want Peace be upon him. What um, is it? Who's cast off? Oh, Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, the Prophet Muhammad. But they want Allah's reach around. So it's been quite a good, quite a good uh, a week. I well, think. I do as well. I just don't call him by the same name. That was sort of the point. Yeah, we all get a reach around from the same thing, the same cosmic entity. I guess while I'm explaining myself from the last couple of weeks or whatever, um, mm-hmm. the <laughs> the bad one was I was thinking about when we when I was editing it back, the uh, trolling about genetics and everything last week. Mm-hmm. The point, the point was, and why I couldn't stop uncontrollably laughing, the point was that, that that frame of mind that I was projecting there wasn't actually racist in any way. It wasn't prejudiced in any way. Mm. It was just heartless. Mm. Yeah. And science, like yeah. pushing forward sure. genetics as yes. the... the Best yeah. thing. I like, can't believe I gave you that defensive little pre bit to it last week. <laughs> but doing having this heartless science shit is just as bad as this this Nazism. I guess that's kind yeah. of the the it picture was, that I was painting in this psychotic way. But it was the warlike sort of uh, metaphor about it. But you know, you said you were trolling. But you know, I've had. Are you trolling or are you? I not? am trolling. If there's because, one thing I hate. It's ironic attitudes. No, know? I am trolling because it's like uh, I. You know, it's it's like telling someone to choose now what side they want to be on in the cyborg war. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't really know what cyborgs are going to be like yet, so it's hard to say. Mm. 
Well, I guess I'd probably be the cyborg. Well, I don't know. I'd probably be a human at the moment. And the way that I feel kind of at the moment, I'd sort of be like, ooh, traditionalist. But I know that sounds bad and stuff. But so you're a, a, a neo-singularity future traditionalist. I've thought a lot about it. And it, it is natural to be a cyborg still because you, um, you exist within... <laughs> the universe and the universe is alive hence you are alive which is why people think that robots probably would wake up sometime but yeah then you're not human anymore and i really enjoy being a human yeah we, and it's we like all do i think this spirit fucking mentality that everyone has in the media now everyone has in politics now yeah. this you can be a girl you can be a boy it doesn't matter yeah. what the fuck you are this yeah. spirit mentality yeah. that is that is fits a lot more with a advanced ai androgynous cyborg race mm-hmm. that mentality fits better yeah. th- with that than a binary fucking sex species yeah okay and i enjoy well, i enjoy fucking and i like you so know, you think i like the dynamics of the human race the way they are now so yeah but if we keep going with this oh everyone's entitled to be a fucking chair or a, a furry or a you know i am a i am dog you know like all this crazy shit in our own head yeah. It will go that way of the android, and we will be just fucking indistinguishable from what humanity was. But we will still have yeah. that sense of of alive, of consciousness, and everything. But I just—it seems so far from humanity that I'd be like, no, nah, I'm sticking to the um, the family and fucking and everything. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe cyber dicks was... will feel really good in your fucking techno headspace. But, but you know, I guess that's, that's it's hard to say. That's a decent point in that, like, in the same way that like the global elite lizard people want us to like, you know or be multicultural and everything like that, you know, in order to perpetuate profit or whatever. There's also that element of, like, wanting to combine us Matrix-style into all the fucking little pods and stuff by actually eliminating the binary gender system. Um, so I think you, you've cracked onto something there. But one man, there was a fucking binary couple system once a while ago in the 90s called Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. <laughs> there was. <laughs> there was. And uh, I guess that almost is illustrative of this. Maybe the idea is that when we do have this post-gender thing. Because, I mean, that's a pretty classic, you know, that's, that's, they had a it's conflict a with each other. It's a classic example of sort of a reverse relationship in terms of uh, dominance. Well. <laughs> like, it was, it was. And that's perfectly acceptable and has yeah. been for thousands and thousands of years. It's not a new thing for there to be a dominant woman in a relationship and mm. a, a man that gives in to that. Or sure. It's not a new thing, but... He, yeah, he sort of was the epitome of that as a rock star. Yeah, which and is then, hard. And um, then he blew off his head with this gun that they've just released fucking pictures yeah, of. Yeah, they released pictures. I don't know why, but it's a really long gun. Um, so Courtney would have had to hold quite a few feet back from him when she shot him through the head, you know? Yeah, um, the, otherwise, otherwise, if we go even further down this rabbit hole that you seem to have just opened... Oh, shit. Kurt Cobain could have been a closet gay man. And that could have been the... The crazy thoughts going around his head all the time about not not coming out, not being truthful to himself and the public that he had to kill himself. Because there's no way he could get that fucking gun into position without deep-throating that shit. Well, I think he wanted to. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's really... He's the epitome of what you might call the WWW, which is the, the weak-willed white. And I, th- I think that Kurt Cobain was sort of like... He was a fucking incredible artist. St. Kurt, St. Kurt. How 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 great is it to play four chords, rip off a Boston fucking song, put it in a mind <laughs> and go? Rah, rah. I'm secretly gay and I got a long gun, but my dick's a small. Yeah. 
I liked the raw energy. There's parts of Nirvana's. No, I meant to say just they were my favourite band. (laughs) So good work to uh, good work to Kate and uh, Court and. Oh, dude, I'm getting I'm getting bad at reading your coldness. Court and uh, Court and Courtney, who are both up in heaven, or at least will be by next week. But um, that was an interesting theory about the post-gender th- shit. But uh, I guess while we're on... Well, it, come on, dude. That's a long gun. Yeah, that is We're a talking like gun. years of practicing deep-throating to get that shit to get in. It's true, but <laughs> I think this two phrase, funnily enough, I got it written down here, sums up, Kurt. Good, that's spooky. Closet heterosexual. I've written, <laughs> I've written down on that page there. So I'm going to use that right here. I didn't have anywhere else to use it, just that phrase. But um, if you had to fuck, marry, kill uh, Joe Rogan, Russell Crowe, or Zeus, who would it be? Fuck, marry, kill. Yeah. Whew. We're talking... We're keeping it all pretty homo here this way. Meaning man. Well, I'd marry Zeus. Yeah? Yeah. Why would he do that? I want to get some Thunderbolt action. Yeah, get some Thunderbolt action going. Yeah. yeah um, and we can ride Pegasus together. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did Zeus ride, ride Pegasus? I don't know. His Thunderbolts were in the... Um, Maybe I'm getting my fucking theologies mixed up here. Maybe fucking. <laughs> okay, so you'll marry Zeus. Yeah, I'll marry that Zeus. So who was it, Joe Rogan or Russell Crowe? Not Hey Zeus. No, Zeus. No, 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 it's just Zeus. He said, Hey Zeus. <laughs> oh, man, there must saying? be a lot of confusion in Cholo Heaven sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Joe Rogan and Russell Crowe were the two others. Hmm. I just say this because I saw... It's hard because, like, I kind of find, um... I don't know if I could... I think it'd be easier to look Russell Crowe in the eye when you're fucking him. Like, Rogue to make you laugh. <laughs> Making these Muppet noises when he gets... But I don't want to kill Joey. Yeah. So I guess, um... I guess Russell has to die for all the phone throwing and he's already lived his glory days back yeah, in he really Roman has. days and all that yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's lived, he lived a thousand lives, I think, and now he's just making shitty retros like The Water Diviner and movies like that. So, um, On my command, unleash, unleash hell. hell. He's got his kids, he's got his fucking footy team or whatever. Well, like, great Roman accent, Russell, that was great. <laughs> um, all right, that's put to bed then. That's just, I've been, that's been bugging me all week, I just wanted to know that. And um, yeah, we're not sponsored by Rogan. So. No, we're not. He just comes <laughs> up a bit. He's quite he's quite a role model, like Kurt Cobain, Joe Rogan. They're two of the big pillars of my life. <laughs> um, we did see something crazy a second ago, which was uh, hackers being performed at weddings. Yeah, that was it. Was a it was a crazy sight because it was emotional. Yeah, the bride was crying, and I was trying to work out what it was like while the groom was standing there, but all the bros were doing the haka. She started crying, and then it showed her, cut back in a bit, and the dude was fucking huckering, and so was she. So <laughs> it's this crazy tribal emotionalism and stuff. It Which, was it was really cool, but it was weird at first because you saw it out of context. Then it was like that she was upset because they were huckering. Yeah, that's what and I then thought. it cuts back, and they're both huckering. So like, ah! yeah. So there you go. That was it was epic, but I don't um I don't know. Is that I think oh maybe it, it is. It's like a joining of the tribes thing, and like yeah. here's our war dance. We're here's, not going to yeah. you and shit. Yeah. No, no, um, but just like yeah. showing each other their their tri- tribal differences totally. or something like that. But, but I feel like we saw it. It was within like a hall, like a municipal hall. I feel like in one of those sort of old timey fucking. Oh, it's played out now. It's yeah. like playing Fat Man Scoop Crooklyn Clan at the fucking pub or something. You know? <laughs> Fuck, it might be long enough that it's fresh to bring that song back though. <laughs> <laughs> Crooklyn Clan. Engine, engine number nine. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck that. Just play some um, 
real motherfucking G's. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was always down with a bit of Crooklyn clan. But I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something weird that I saw. He's corny. <laughs> he is corny. That motherfucker's corny. I saw something really weird the other day, which was there's like this hunchback guy in my neighborhood, right? And he walks around. Look, <laughs> <laughs> look. What? I'm not that high yet. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even a bit, right? This, this fucking actually happened to me. Okay. So uh, this Quasimodo was walking down my street. <laughs> Pretty much. I hate to say, it, but he's got the hunchiest back I've seen. In like, if you look from behind yeah, him, because he's an old small guy, yeah. you can't see his head. It's like it's been lopped off, Sleepy Hollow style. So he always just walks around with like a little fucking walker, right? And he was trying to get across a semi-busy road at like a, a fucking roundabout. So just one lane each way on all the roads, but it's a busy kind of inner city kind of intersection. And um, so he's waiting and he's looking across the road, but, you know, everyone can tell it's going to take ages for him to do it. Like, it's going to be a process, but, you know, I'll let him do it. So, yeah, yeah. so a car starts slowing down. It might have been a bit wet and slows down. Just like slowing down, about to stop for him. And the car behind goes, ma'am, like honks really hard, right? Before the guy steps off the curb. The first car's like, oh, oh, shit, and sort of like confused for a bit second, that sort of car confusion you can see, and then speeds up and goes through the fucking roundabout. We're in the second car back, the one that honked, then comes to a gentle stop to let the guy cross. So he just confused the guy in front who was going to fucking stop anyway because he wanted the moral glow of letting the hunchback guy cross the street. <laughs> what? Totally. I can't think of any other explanation for it. Like mad honking to get the guy moving and then like stopping for the guy. Just more examples of the attitude in society that I refuse to discuss on the show anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not allowed to discuss that. <laughs> but, um, you know, JFK said upon his inauguration, ask not what you can do for your country. No, it's the other way around. Fuck. Don't, don't fucking leech off your country and play Xbox. Fucking, you know, do something. Don't fucking confuse this old guy at the road. Don't try and steal other people's, you know, moral vanity. Earn your own. And I think we could all take a bit from that. We're professionals at um, thunder stealing and victimology. It's true. Fat shaming, victim blaming, fucking marathon here on the Cones and Doe Show. <laughs> I was thinking it's kind of cool how um, I'm not. I don't know how to sound sound not fucking conceited again, but <laughs> how religion seems to be coming full circle again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there seems to be a waking up of sorts where people are re- people that I've come across and speak to such as yourself have a realization that religion seems to have fragmented from a place that came from wise men of the human species or wise people from the human species Mm -hmm. and it's fragmented out into all these groups because of the way that humans are spread detached from each other grown etc and now it seems with this sort of like idea of the love consciousness, infinity, etc. You know, trying to cram all these ideas in the realm of spirituality and have an overarching view of it that embraces all of the religions. Mm. It's almost like that is just coming back to the essence of what the dudes that were making religion were trying to explain in the first place. Mm, I don't know that. Yeah, it was wise men trying to say, "Don't fuck with other people the way you wouldn't want to be fucked with," because on the inside it hurts for some reason. Because we've got this fucking weird. Yeah, no, system. I, I buy it and I get it on a conceptual level, but there is still, like you said, something a little bit conceited in saying that. Because, I'm not saying on oh, now everyone. No, as in like it, as like, if I, I don't think that that consciousness is necessarily any more less shallow than say a devout Muslim. Right, less shallow. Oh, or just, uh, or just any. It's more inclusive, though. Yeah, but not necessarily. They maybe. say uh, Islam says that it is totally inclusive in their scripts, and yes, 
I, I agree with you to the point that mm. what I'm saying is un- under that umbrella, you don't fuck with other people's religions if they are truly projecting that initial, like the yeah. spirit of the religion, which is to treat other people well and not fuck with sure. other people. Be good to your family and then be good to other people like they were your family. I suppose I'd ask, how would does the new love consciousness express itself sort of politically and socially? Because is it just people... If it's it, people like having that individual kind of views it's just about doing it your stuff. Be- it's doing your best to fucking treat each other the way that you would want to be treated. It's such a simple fucking concept. It's the golden like rule or Acknowledging whatever, right? yeah. that the watcher in your head that is like seeing everything that happens in your life, that is a common thing for everyone that gets to experience being a fucking person. Yeah. That is the thing we have in common. It's intangible. We all have it. It seems to be there. You mm. can say words without saying the words you can Mm -hmm. remember have a memory and see things without seeing you know like there's a lot of metaphysicality yeah to being to being alive and i think that's all anyone was ever trying to describe Mm. i'm not saying i have an answer for you but i'm saying the the metaphor the feeling that we're not gonna die because it doesn't feel like we ever were dead like Mm. we've always been something and became something and you will become something else that is just that's the essence of it. And everyone's fragmented from this, ooh, we are part of God. It is all God or whatever placeholder term you want to put in there. But, but it was never like a golden age of history where people all thought like that and shit, really. Well, the first people that could talk about that were the first ones to think of it. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe they think about it. But then they also got fucking like hungry or jealous of like what their other caveman wives had. Yeah, and exactly. Then... And it fragments. Yeah. And so... then my version's better than yours. <laughs> I su- yeah, I suppose so, but fucking, I don't know if there ever was a golden age when people sort of understood it on a really, on the pure level that you're thinking of. I'm just, I know I'm a motherfucker because I just think sort of in a way. But someone human- had to, someone had to understand it on that level so that they could describe it to other people. Sure, yeah. Because if, if it has that power system in, oh, I guess, no, it doesn't, it doesn't have yeah, to. Yeah, but that's one you person leading a, it. You could make up a story. That's fucking Plato hiding the dodecahedron or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but you, all, get, you, know? you get caught in weird loops then because you say... You start to come to the realization that you can't express a thought or you can't create anything without reflecting the experience that we have, which is ex- coming into existence and not knowing. And then where do we go after we supposedly or seemingly cease to exist? Mm. Everything yeah. you make is like that. the start, a start, start of a song, the middle of a song, the end of a song. Yeah, that's true. Start of a movie. Like everything is just based on the experience of existing. Like there is no. The fucked up thing for humans is that there is no present. Mm. Like, it, it's very fractionally fucking instant. Yeah, it's okay, always yeah. now. It's always now. Oh, yeah, it's oh, always now. And you're always conceiving of what you're going to do or what you just did, basically. Whereas, like, from an animal's yeah. perspective, it seems like they More don't have, Yeah, just yeah, live right. in that moment all the time. It's yeah. like our concept, uh, like, disconnection mm. from time almost and the fact that we live in the past and future is this. well all of our shit's just nonsense made up by our stupid fluke but brains that gave us language and shit yeah this means nothing yeah. these words mean nothing hey hey they mean these are going to go down in history oh, watch, yeah, these I'll, are going to be put in the fucking library this- of congress <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell what do you say don't talk up podcast down, man. it was this great um interview that i or it was a black history month fucking lecture i saw given by krs1 sure and it was all of that sort of metaphysical stuff um he was kind of explaining how the history of hip-hop and then got into the later stages of it and he mm-hmm. started doing these 
exercises where you would do that, like think a word and like think of the memory and then like, oh, we did this and trying to get you into that kind of headspace. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, it was pretty cool. Like you should check it out if you got time, but I got too much free time. <laughs> totally. I mean, fucking, you know, we had the Vatican, <coughs> we've had Mecca, but no one else has studied so hard at the church of YouTube. I don't think. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Sorry. I'm just making a cut to that. Just taking out all my anger and frustration in the world on fucking innocent targets. But it, it got me to this really fucked up one as well. And I'll, uh, I'll drop it for the ladies because I think uh, they deserve it after, <laughs> all right. I, okay. after I ruined their week last week. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's like, God energy is inherently female because the act of giving life at the expense of your own perfection is what mm-hmm. the universe represents. Male energy was created by dividing the perfect female energy into two halves as a way of the consciousness to observe its own beautiful insanity. Uh, sounds like to rein it in. Sounds like you're putting the pussy on a pedestal there a bit. Yeah, but it is. The power of creation is that initial thing. <laughs> what about these nuts? Destruction's this the only Yeah, but the the male force is the only thing that can rein in the infin- infinity of that creation. Uh, okay. So it's like destru- destruction is a fragment of the ho- entire thing, which is creation. Mm. So God's a woman. Yeah. So you build like oil derricks by keeping them inside and keeping them fucking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you can... what's the thing? Don't w- women have an extra rib than us, right? Do they? they I'm that... pretty sure. You know All how right, they. I gotta said, find um... this out. You keep talking. I'll let I'm you pretty, know if it's I'm true pretty or not. sure they do <laughs> because I'm quite. I'm pretty sure in the Bible story as well to account for it, they say that God took out his rib to give to eve to create her yes right okay which is why men have a, one less rib than women yeah because, but that's just a mind fuck the reason we have um one less rib What's than women reason? is because we're a derivative of woman because creation is the whole and <laughs> destruction's only just a part of the entirety of creation of the insanity of infinity well, what about this dick <laughs> <laughs> What about this day? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know that. No, that's a, that's a fair point. But you know, you can you can um you can go that direction with it, and it it comes to a logical conclusion that then God is a woman. So, well, no, I think as um maybe as Embom was saying the other day, I think it is porno that is going to solve the problems in the Middle East. Yeah, it's going to cause more problems, though, in a way. No, it's going to liberate everyone. Liberate everyone to do what, though? It might make the top layer of sand a bit fucking hard and sticky, but that's about it, mate. A bit muddy. (laughs) Um, But, but, okay, all right, but... The problem I, I had about fucking six or seven pages written on that stuff, so I guess I'm still pretty biased for not reading out all my positive female stuff. But you get what I was saying. God's yeah. a woman's good enough, right? Um, do you know, actually, in the Middle East, in hand lotion containers, they actually have a sort of gritty sand? <laughs> But anyway, my point was that I think the kind of the the kind of socio political obstructions to like the the free love pussy party in fucking Bahrain or whatever, right? It's not just a matter of all oh, because they're Muslim. It's because like you know certain people with with the females or it's done off this way and that. I, I don't think it's going to liberate them by just giving them internet porn. Not internet In porn, sense, like flying, instead of drones flying over with high explosive and being so dis- okay. disgusting to the public, yeah. they, they would actually just be dropping out USB sticks and v- what is it, VHS tapes and shit or whatever the fuck they're using. 
on parachutes, like just raining yeah. porn from the skies. Raiding, everyone, yeah, raiding Al Jazeera's offices, like put this videotape in and shit. Yeah. Just raining down from the skies, and then they've got all their little like sand hubs for the phones and stuff, and you just uh, charge charge it up, whack it in, and whack it off. I don't know. I mean, people say that I'm hateful to Islam, but I find that quite a little bit disrespectful as well too. What? All the porn. I mean, I don't think it's like. It's not that disrespectful. Uh, it is. Well, it shouldn't be there then, in the first place. Well, we're not. I mean, this is a thing, isn't it? It's globalism. We can't fucking. I'm take saying it. porno's better than bombs. That was my point. I wasn't saying we okay. should fix Islam or some shit. No, what? Well, no. Okay. I think we should probably just stay in Australia and build a wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. No, I mean, I took it. <laughs> I took it if we do need a fucking seawall. Fuck. Um, but I took it to that level because I don't know. I just tried to picture what this like liberation do you expect them all to just throw the burkas off and start fucking in the streets sort of thing or when they see a bit of girl on girl they'll be like shit this is a fucking option but then if it's not possible they'll fucking blow themselves up more it's it depends on the okay, rain down, you have to yeah. rain down porno and you have to rain down steroids for everybody like testosterone that women can take as well <laughs> like they don't need to get more womanly they need to look, yeah we can dominate the men totally a bit of Viagra in the hummus yeah yeah fuck um, well, I mean, you know, it's a bit more mysterious what kind of excites ladies kind of erotically than it is men. But, you know, in the Middle East, I feel like it's really inscrutable to find out what, what well, those ladies me- are into. It's mental, and they keep their ladies in a mental prison. Don't we all? Don't so, we all? Um, what do you think they're going to be into? I like ninja suits. No, they probably do. Yeah, they yeah. Fucking, fucking love it. It feels <laughs> so good against your skin. It gives me a rager. See, we shouldn't even care... If that does, why are we there? You know, like, why are the US there? Why are some, oh, of, yeah. some of our boys are there, man? <laughs> our boys protecting the lithium in Afghanistan. Bring them home. Bring the boys home. Stop fucking soldier on Afghan violence right now. I mean, you want to talk about domestic violence, that's fucking national violence. <laughs> um, but actually, on that note, I suppose, I had... Well, you're spitting some real truth, so I suppose you won't mind answering a couple of reader questions or whatever here. Yeah, I guess I could drop some fucking logic on them. Okay, this one here says, Hi guys, love the show. Uh, I have a five-year-old son, and while he's been playful and normal up until now, he's started to show, you know, disturbing signs. Uh, first of all is that, like, he looks up at his father and sees his father playing strong and being a man and he just feels really jealous he feels like he doesn't measure up to his dad as a five-year-old he feels like he doesn't have the capacity to sort of emulate his dad and be a big strong man and it's really upsetting him uh what what advice can you give to deal with my my developmentally disabled son and that's from uh concerned in the pacific northwest i don't know speak to him about uh how he's going to grow up one day and be big and strong. Yeah, I don't know if she wants to try that, though. I suppose we've answered it. Anything else? Well, yeah, like I could go so south with it. I could save you the time and just tell a tranny joke if you want. Go on. A tranny is just an extreme... Crossdresser. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's how it's how so like how I'm like I never want to grow up and I want to do all this like stuff that I'm interested in. Well, yeah. some kids always are interested in dress ups. 
So it's like how Trump's an extreme politician, sort of. <laughs> yeah. So some kids... If you like extreme dress-ups, sometimes you are allowed to do medical things to your body that are acceptable now, which started off as um, scientific, yeah. just, you know, experiments in the 40s. In, totally, yeah. In war, war countries. In war. And now we won't go too far with And that. now it's got to the point where I'm taking my niece down to the mall to get eyebrows fucking tattooed on her. She's only 13, and I'll do it. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy. But those, here's why. Those things, you know, those World War II secret experiments, they lead to this, like, life of luxury and convenience like, <laughs> like velcro that was only invented because of like the space slash fucking warfare system and stuff a whole oh, bunch dude, of things everything computers. yeah like yeah. i was saying like the as much as i was uh given props to god woman yeah um cre- you need the creation de- and destruction in the physical realm not the metaphysical realm sure. creation and destruction here yeah can be born out of each other well yeah and we find that all the time Kurt and courtney and yeah <laughs> But yeah, so much, so much awesome medical information, scientific progress, and all this shit came out of the most fucking heinous and horrific war that we've had in human history that we really know of. Yeah, pretty sweet, eh? Yeah. So that's probably why we got to keep perpetual wars going for America. Is that what else are they going to do? Well, otherwise, science is just going to be dead in the water. That's true, actually. And they needed the fucking World War Two to get out of the Great Depression, put people to work. That's really why everyone's studying gender politics, like as well as men and shit now. Because there's nothing else to like, do. Oh, it's not really that scary and shit. What the world? If they start getting some ISIS attacks on home base and shit, it's going to be like, ah, invent some fucking laser cannon. No, see, we can have all the laser cannons in the world, but so long, <laughs> so long as our leaders are apologising to the people bombing us, then it's not going <laughs> and try and turn our kids into fucking little fruitcakes, then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like oh, NATO. Oh, dude, totally. Yeah, NATO's there to protect Europe, and they're wondering every. They're sniffing every time fucking Vladimir Putin farts. Yet they're like, "Oh, we cannot stop these thousands of boats coming in." It's like, well, what are you there for if not to blow up boats? You're a navy. Oh, the UN and NATO want a one-world government. Yeah, like that's not even a secret. They want anymore. that dick in it's your not fucking a se- in your mouth. Yeah. Ten years ago, or like maybe five or seven, I'm telling people the UN want to take over the world. In a, in a like, ha-ha, I'm a conspiracy nutter kind of way. Yeah. But jokingly being like, oh, I've read these things in their paperwork that seem kind of sus. And now it's pretty much open. Oh, yeah, we, we they keep openly stating shit about how they would rather a global currency and they would rather this. And but here's the rub. I agree with you that it's like... But open, on, yeah, the, on the record. Open. And when you think about political realities, it seems crazy what they're thinking. But... When you try and think of it from that globalist point of view, well, first of all, there's a personal bit that they're all fucking flying around to Davos, Switzerland, and only seeing, you know, other rich people and seeing all the positive effects and living, you know, in the nice bits of London and New York. But second of all, we do have a global fucking economy that's pretty integrated. I suppose that mindset behind it is that well, our economy is so integrated that fucking the culture, the mass of people, the movement of people, labor, the fucking uh, delineations between gender or race or whatever all have to be sort of you know, adaptable for that. And maybe it's not even anybody even fucking directing that. Maybe that is just the logic of fucking global capitalism itself. Yeah, the internet already woke up. Yeah. Fuck, I woke up that night in April 1999 when I went to see Keanu Reeves in a little movie called The Matrix. <laughs> World premiere came out here before America. <laughs> but that was my point. <laughs> I like it, though, because, like, it's so hard that bridge between reality and just bullshit because it's, yeah. 
everything you experience, I think I brought this up before, but it gets rationalized by your brain and then your brain sends, you know, like your eyes send the signal to your brain or the ears send the signal to your brain and yeah. you interpret everything and yeah. you never really experienced reality. Sure. So, so in that sense, we're always drawn to these notions of a control system that's not under our control. Yeah, but because, someone's taking care of it. Sort because of. we're constantly under a control system that we're not really in control of. It's yeah. called your body and brain. It's a whole conglomerate mm. of cells that do things that you have no fucking control over, that have predisposed little things they do based on your genetics and shit. I didn't choose to get my dick out and put my hand on it right there. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like... Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, so it's those little cyber cyber wardens all controlling us or something. <laughs> it's probably the fucking nanobots already. I mean, fucking... The simulation theory looks more and more real every day. And I mean, when I showed you that thing before of a flower of life pattern yeah. made into a fractal that loops. Yeah. And it it really does... It looks very similar to the shit you see in your head when you're tripping on DMT. Speaking of technology, can you open that thing about the Tour de France if you had that there? I just want to make a point of stuff taking over. Uh, mechanical doping, Belgian cyclist won't defend charges, quits a sport. And is it right? I believe his bike has a little secret electric power, right? Uh, it's a <coughs> lady named Femke van den Dreyscher. Oh, yeah, old FD. <clears throat> and uh yeah she's been using an electric a bike sealed motor in the bike <laughs> so <laughs> so and that's what did it call it and Fucking... if they're catching this girl imagine how many motherfuckers are one with electric bikes by now <laughs> like lance lance armstrong is like thank god they only discovered the fucking you know steroids and shit they didn't discover my fucking mechanical bike i got from nasa the jet propulsion like lab secret pictures of him getting out of a car just before the finish line like ah. fuck <laughs> Fuck, but yeah, mechanical doping. I like that. Um, because there was another picture, another story you showed me about uh, the Google AI beating the world champion of Go, was it? Is that yeah. the name of the game? Um, and I, I think d- there's a few games left at the time that article was written. That was the first game, I think, and he got smashed, and he's like, oh, I'm going to beat it next time. Because <laughs> I was thinking that that's Google sort of mechanical doping as well, too. To beat people, they're using this fucking... Yeah, it's the same thing as using an electric bike in a fucking pushbike race. Yeah, and Go is far more complex than chess, apparently, so it's like... Really? And far more complex than riding your bike up and down the Pyrenees like a dopey guy. <laughs> I don't mind the Tour de France, it's nice to watch at night. But the thing was, scientists didn't predict this to happen for a couple of years still. Mm-hmm. It's just like, after it studied a bunch of the Masters games and then played... I'm not sure if it's millions. I haven't found that part in the article, but I think it played millions of games against itself. Maybe billions. I don't know. Fuck. That's crazy. But, uh, well, on a more human level, I watched a little... The, the guy got a bit cut because it made a it made a heaps erroneous move early in the game. Yeah. And then, um, because it's a computer, it didn't stress out or anything. It still <laughs> beat him in the end. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Um, well, on fucking before the robots take over, I'll take back uh, take us back to a time when the robots really weren't around. And that's what I've been watching, which is the People vs OJ Simpson, <laughs> the miniseries of it. It's pretty good. You should check it out. It starts like right in the aftermath of the crime and never really tells you whether he did or didn't do it. Oh, it should have started on um, Kim Kardashian Superstar, just opening with Ray J just railing. <laughs> well, it's I didn't know this, but and o- then like thirty years earlier. <laughs> OJ almost killed himself in fucking Kim Kardashian's bedroom. Yeah. 
<laughs> Robert Kardashian was like best friends with OJ, and it's played by David Schwimmer in the miniseries. And he's always like, the Jews like believes he's sort of innocent and shit. And so he's the fathers of the Kardashians and shit. And who Schwimmer thinks he's innocent? Yeah, Schwimmer thinks that OJ is innocent and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Robert Kardashian. And um, yeah, so he's going out with their like kids and like Kim, Chloe, like them running around the background. Like it's pretty crazy. And then, um, yeah. He gets pretty famous because he's like supporting OJ. And oh, stuff. is it like real footage? No, it's a mini series played by Dave Schwimmer and stuff. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is OJ, and then fucking uh, all these other people. Oh, the okay. Film. Schwimmer's playing the lawyer. Yeah, okay, Schwimmer's... I thought you were saying that Schwimmer in real life is like yeah. Okay, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> fuck it out, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy seems pretty crazy. <laughs> Like, oh. what, does he think it was OJ's son? I've heard that one. That David Schwimmer, like sense. this random like East Coast Jewish guy and shit, like just like OJ's oh, innocent. That's like the only way that it could make sense is if it was his son, and he's like, I'm not letting my son go down. But yeah, fucking OJ, it's my son's glove. It don't fit me. I heard OJ. <laughs> I heard either OJ claimed or fucking there were rumors about it. Is that he's like, oh yeah, I'm Kim Kardashian's real dad. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, good series. I know it's not mainly about the Kardashians, but it's just a trip seeing them in there. And Kim Kardashian hears that and she's like, oh my God, I had black in me all along. What have I been doing all these years? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you got a little African in you. <laughs> hey, there's another thing I thought about. You know how Olympic athletes fuck heaps, right? I've I've heard this in those um, yeah it always comes articles up. every yeah. four years yeah, to four years. Adver- <laughs> advertise the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I think Olympics, these motherfuckers right? are sterile or something. Well, well, it's funny you should say that because the Olympics are, of course, famously coming up this later this year in Rio in 2016. <laughs> so they're all going to go fuck, and people are going to go home all around the world and have fucked up little Zika babies or whatever in their home <laughs> country. How fucked is that? So we're going to see. Mark my words. In about May June next year, in whether it's Ethiopia, whether it's Paraguay. Whether it's the fucking United Kingdom and Northern Ireland, there's going to be little small-headed babies, little called Carlo being born. Maybe instead of um, Black Lives Matter and what are some other movements in America that seem like they've gone way too far left and they're out of control? They're all the ones funded by George Soros, that elderly Jewish billionaire. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but but um, maybe instead of those, we can fund a campaign called Kill the Mosquitoes. I think they're trying to do that, aren't they? Kill the biscuit. Yeah, but we should fucking walk around and make a big deal out of it. You know? <laughs> that seems like the way you get shit done now. Actually kill some mosquitoes. Like, man, I'm sick of these fucking mosquitoes. Like, and like start harassing local councils and shit. You fucking... What? Jesus, get these fucking mosquitoes out of Manly. Here or in like Africa? Everywhere. Everywhere. Just fucking kill the mosquito. Oh, we'll so it'll be a like, massive genocidal mosquito. It'll be like Coney 2012. But, <laughs> fucking... but everyone can get on board. We don't have to hate any other people. Mesquite 16, something like that. <laughs> mesquite, skeet, skeet, 16. <laughs> mesquite, skeet, skeet, 16. Fuck, we're raising awareness for getting the fuck rid of mosquitoes. Um, is that Zika thing actually transferred via mosquitoes, is it? Apparently. Can they move AIDS and HIV, those and little fuckers? You, you have babies that are born with shrunken heads or something, and their oh. brains are all fucked up. You just fucking leave it in the favela and have its head blown off with it. I predicted this mosquito shit like six casts ago. <laughs> Flying dirty motherfuckers that are trying right. to you know, give you A's and shit. You did have a go at them and stuff, I guess. Um, yeah, okay, I've got another reader question. <laughs> this is from Marie in Northumberland, the United Kingdom. You got a reader question? Yeah, reader question. She's basically like, hi, 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 Doe, you're my favorite. I listen to you when my husband's not around. Uh, I want to buy a motorbike, but my husband's really against the idea. What do you think I should do? So she's older, I think. She said earlier on she's in her early 40s. She's married and stuff, but her husband... 
doesn't want to going out on the motorbike. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it either because it seems like the Freudian thing that she's going for is the fun and excitement. So, I'd probably recommend. Like, if she's already read the Kama Sutra, like, oh, if she hasn't, I'd recommend that for sure. Mm-hmm. But if not, probably just, you know, study as much. Oh, d- hang on. No, hang on. That, that's in, sorry, I got it wrong. Sorry, it's the other way around. It's actually from Steve from Northumberland. It's Steve. Yeah, and fucking, he wants to get a motorbike and his wife won't let him. Um, I think he's got to look for some side pussy. <laughs> like, secret side pussy, but side pussy. Um, maybe if she's in on it, like if you can, if you can openly have the conversation with your wife in a nice way and there's no problems in your relationship, I would say you should, you know, get your wife in on it and she should be the one trying to get the side pussy for both of you and you can enjoy it together. With Um, the bike? But the bike situation leads me to believe there's not, it's not all... Fun and games? Yeah. There's some shit going on. So if he's not enjoying it and they're not able to to talk it out reasonably like adults, I'd say go for the secret side pussy. Strange going. You only live once, motherfucker. Two very different answers to do two remarkably similar questions. (laughs) (laughs) Stay together for the family. Not to blink one or two, I think. Um... But I said, if the option's there for you to talk it out reasonably and you're not unreasonable people, yeah, um, do it together and you can mack on bitches as a team, you know what I mean? Put the kids to bed and uh, then feel, bring Sally over. I feel, Sally, Sally's not into it. She had a bad Or Bruce, fun. you know, maybe, no, you know, Bruce, if the dude's into it, he can be into it. If think, not, he can just be watching in the corner. I think Jermaine's pretty down. Flicking the bean um, or whatever he has down there. <laughs> it's a progressive country. Who knows who's who? Well, what, England? Well, the dude could be. Yeah, they're, you know, they're the dude could have humble. a micro clitoris and all these different. You know, who knows what terminology you use for anything now? Ah, uh, this is starting to sound like Jimmy Savile's fucking getaway bunker. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I did not mean to go there. <laughs> oh, touching corpses and shit. But here's a fun fact: I read in an actual history book as well. Whatever. I think week. that was sort of like an American recommendation I gave to that guy. How you don't. Like, the Chinese would sort of douse the population with this one-sided propaganda view so everyone's on the same Wait, page. What problem is this? What you... Jimmy or whatever his fucking name is. Steve. Steve, with the motorbike problem. <laughs> okay, that question. <laughs> right, yeah. But okay. in terms of, like, a generalization, okay. the way that I addressed his situation was more the way America would address it rather than China. China would have been like, stay with your wife, do good, even if you don't love, just do it for the country kind of thing. Um, but I gave him the American answer, which is saturate him with so much fucking information and disinformation and shit that he just does sure. not know what the fuck is real anymore. Yeah, that's sort of us too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me quite a lot of the time. That's why we've got the Benjamins on the fucking cover, baby. On that notion, I actually read a little bit about the intricacies of the Watergate hearing the other night. Oh, yeah? Right? And there was a congressional committee fucking investigating it and stuff, right? And, you know, they were slow going. They had different things they could go after Nixon for until this bombshell that he recorded all these private recordings in the Oval Office, right? And Congress subpoenaed them. And they submitted, like, oh, like all the ones they could. And there was a bit of crazy shit coming out and it got more and more. And the congressional people were deciding whether to impeach him. And impeaching is just removing from presidency because you can't charge the president with a crime. So you have to remove him first. Yeah. So they were trying to impeach him and fucking the options they had were that he bombed Cambodia without any authorization at all. There was one other fucking crazy one. I forget what it was. Oh, his income taxes <laughs> that they thought he was on. And the third is that they could get him for lying because he said on 
that he'd only heard about the Watergate break-in on March 22nd, 1973. That was his fucking plan. It was like, only when it was coming out in the media, and that was his date that he'd gone on record saying everything. (laughs) And all of a sudden, some new tapes turn up and get subpoenaed, and not only is it Nixon talking in July 1972, like nine months before he knew it, but the context of him talking about it was a tape recording him telling him his chief of staff, like, get the CIA to tell the FBI to stop investigating Watergate. <laughs> like, how good is that? And then he gave him the 322 number to drop it on. Wow. Mm. Mm. You, you were telling me that shit didn't even mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Look what happened to Nixon. Take it down by the skull yeah, he he ought. <laughs> fuck, that's fucked. You say that because one of the driving things of his presidency. I was, told you they got no, fucking no, that listen, Indian listen, skull listen. and shit. He was a Quaker from out west who despised the Eastern establishment. He was. That was what he was sort of known for. They were the people. <laughs> all those people at Harvard and Yale because he was just like a Quaker boy from California, from, from Whittier, California. They've never been with me. They've never been with me, Patsy. Like that's yeah. Of and thing. he hated all the faggotry going on at um, Bohemian Grove yeah. or whatever the fuck. Well, however he put it. Yeah. That thing's so faggy, I think. <laughs> I won't shake hands for anybody from San Francisco. <laughs> I said it before and I'll say it again. It's a good presidential quote. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, rest in peace, Richard Milhouse Nixon. I just thought that would be an interesting thing. And fuck you for the weed laws and the racist drug laws to keep fucking ethnic minorities down you fucked up piece of shit but thank you for the epa the environmental protection act you really help clean up air in a lot of uh, cities and everything in america and when they put out the right information they're really good your diplomatic work i mean making that alliance with china that's landed lasted for 40 years i mean (laughs) you and kissinger that's fucking diplomatic masterpieces so (laughs) congratulations richard nixon henry kissinger sounds like masterminds Fuck, they're, they're all... T- <laughs> we're, just a, we're just a video game to them, fuck. We are the channel. Hmm. Indeed. I showed you this um, article before, but I thought I'd bring it up because I haven't done any fat shaming in a while, and I thought, you know, seeing I started off good, maybe we can take a turn, but... All right. I just didn't like the way the, the headline came out on this article that says, Man Who Shed... 76 kilograms reveals dark side of weight loss. Mm-hmm. And as you would expect, they're referring to the crazy amounts of saggy skin that he's left with after getting rid of all this fat. Uh-huh. But I just found it ultra hilarious that they would publish it in the way that this is the dark side of weight loss. Yeah. Well, they're saying don't even bother trying. <laughs> like, it's not because you became like Jabba the Hutt and now you're trying to be a human again. True. Well, it's because um, if you stayed Jabba the Hutt, you would have looked more normal than like a fucking human in a shopping bag that's exploded or something. That's true. But I mean, it's news.com.au and their fucking motto now is fucking read your news, eat your food and shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, and sit down to piss, bitch. If and that's coming from a woman though. Yeah, who is it? It's uh, Rebecca Bunton. She wrote this. Um, I don't know who it is. I can't actually see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how do you look? Look at the fucking thing that come up on the top in here. Okay, dishwashing. You're doing it wrong. That's the kind of caliber on news.com. Yeah, you should stop. <laughs> you should stop reading. You got to get off it, man. Fuck, I do it as well. Fucking even Facebook. Facebook. A, it's like crocodile. I'm addicted to this crap that's just rotting my soul away. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's true of all addiction, really, isn't it? Especially fucking news media. But um, this was more more. Can I just say quickly? Yeah. My housemate was saying the other day that he reckons that um, what is it? A rule of fucking 
you know, someone was writing that a good boundary point about if your attention span has been compromised by the internet and stuff, can you sit there and read the same thing for 10 minutes without getting antsy and stuff? And I'm yeah. like, oh, it gets a bit tricky sometimes. Mm, like, no, you're a, bit of, you're a bit of a read demon. Yeah. yeah, but it's so easy to read fucking, this is my point. If I sit down a book, I'm like, oh, I feel like repl- replenished and refreshed intellectually. Whereas if I go on like an internet fucking hole bender, it's just that constant fucking dynamic aggravation in your mind and yeah stuff. you get tired yeah. And, yeah get tired and angry fucking busting out fucking rear view mirrors and cars that's why i'm more of a youtube hero yeah you're like fuck fuck man you're like i'd rather watch 45 minutes of absolute insane yeah. nonsense that might yeah. have two minutes of good in there you know what don't tell me before the show he's like dude fucking reading caused the holocaust i'll watch youtube <laughs> <laughs> can't burn a video <laughs> 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 True words have never been spoken. Um, I got a dog at my house too. Oh yeah, yeah. Our housemate's guy just kind of a well, not hired. What's the word? Borrowed. I mean, we took it for a little while. And we got a pretty small house, but it's got like a, a loaner dog. Yeah, yeah. It's like just, yeah. Fuck. Oh, I shouldn't mention. <laughs> got a little rent dog. <laughs> but, uh, my girlfriend actually came up with that idea and he thought about it for a bit until we're like, it's wrong. She's like, think about how much money it would make. I'm like, true. No, if thinking, it was I was legal. thinking more in the um the dirty sense. Oh, you always are. What wait? <laughs> what sense is that? Your fucking rent boy. So it's not fucking a dog. Well, it'd be your little rent dog that you. <laughs> <laughs> so it, is about, it is about fucking a dog. Right. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have to yourself, but you're probably selling it to get some money around the joint. Wait, wait, wait. So you're you could be your dog's pimp, yeah. So you're hiring. So it's like sort of getting a mortgage on a house to rent it out, sort of, is it? Like you sort of rent the dog out. But then what? The like, dog is the rent dog. He gets he you know like earns a, the rent. He as, pays the rent. As a rent boy is a rent boy. Yeah. <laughs> so who's, who's the it? dog is being rented by people for use. Yeah, but that's what we were saying. But yeah, but not to take on walks. <laughs> <laughs> no one would be doing that. <laughs> Shit! I didn't know that you were already on the dog fucking thing, and I just kept hitting that yeah. nail. I was thinking uh, the whole people time. must have been just disgusted for fucking a minute already. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. About. <laughs> well, I mean, this is—we're pretty disgusting on this show. Sorry, man, I gave you way too much credit. <laughs> no, I, I was knew- like hammering at home, like fuck. Aren't you getting this fucking rent dog? No, I joke, knew it. Man? Don't you mean you gave him not? You gave him not enough credit, right? Yeah, yeah. I knew it was a dog. Dog fucking. <laughs> as soon as you said something dirty, no, too much credit for being a morally upstanding. Oh, person, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you're just, you know. a, you're just a sick cunt like me, cunt. Well, yep. <laughs> some of all of us are in the gutter but some of us are looking up at the stars I think so. <laughs> I like that that's fucking nice it's Oscar Wilde but I did learn it off Stephen Fry in extras so I should probably say that just don't open your mouth when you roll over do you know how <laughs> do, you, do you know how old Beethoven was when he wrote his first symphony it might have been Mozart but it was one of them they were eight eight hmm. god damn I, I guess thirteen Makes Taylor Swift look like shit. I was sixteen yeah. or whatever the fuck, or is it fifteen? Yeah, but if she was fifteen, that's too young by like a year over here. Wait, she's like fucking thirty-two or something <laughs> now, right? <laughs> I'm time traveling in my mind. Yeah, well, you know, we're not we're not twenty-one forever. <laughs> Although I like twenty-one forever. It's like a it's like a little shop. It's fun and flirty. I think. <laughs> Yeah, you buy most of your clothes from there, don't you? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you got to look fucking forever 21, basically. 
That's why I'm on that vape life. Just inhaling fucking raw nic- nicotine and shit. What's uh, BPM 37093, the fastest song ever? No, it's a... um, It's a variable white dwarf star uh-huh. that they gave the name Lucy and this guy with diamonds. Oh, yeah, okay. I think I heard of that, yeah. Because it, like, is so compressed yeah, that the middle of this, like sort of planet sized thing it might be smaller than earth by a bit but mm-hmm. it's supposedly like so compressed it became diamond oh that's cool <laughs> fucking I'll tell you what you get it for your fiance and she still wouldn't be happy <laughs> I wonder what happens if we shoot the hadron collider like aim it up and like make it not a circle and point it up at this at the diamond at this diamond star we can probably just fucking mine cubic and make that disco ball in the sky so blow up this diamond planet with the large hadron collider and just kill it, kill us all is this <laughs> just shoot a, a beam constantly into it of these electrons so that it goes crazy to what end though that maybe we can up? color them different colors and just make it look like this is just go light in the sky trip out no. we're all seeking nirvana one way or another the stars are good enough though yeah exactly if I can yeah just be happy with the stars the star. <laughs> you can Make yourself go crazy thinking about it. They ain't going to be there forever. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My papa told me. About 80 years left on them there, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, i got to stop kicking the mic. Fuck, well, you know, we get we get excited and we get uh, boisterous, enthusiastic, and <laughs> lugubrious here on the Cones and Doe Show. Um, if you have any emails you want to send us, we have an email at uh, conesanddoe.com at gmail.com cones spelt with a z um i might start a twitter account soon i should say it on here so it sort of makes me feel like i have to do it oh yeah and please start just openly trolling people i know we are trying to get away from that potentially on the show but i think for publicity you probably could take down a few um people that deserve it what physically take them down or no twitter takedown kind of shit Uh, not a bit of twitter beef not a chris hansen takedown Fuck, fuck. You could trap a few people. Well, it's just when I... Grow your hair out, shave. Hey, do you reckon Chris Hansen, when he organised it, you know how he's got, like, the older chicks playing it? Like, it's a 19-year-old that (laughs) looks young. Do you reckon he let Mad Max on them? Like, oh, she's 19. (laughs) After the show, he's like, you are my fantasy. (laughs) I would never do it, but oh. Living so vicariously, like, just one touch. No, Chris, no. There are um, genres on the internet that are committed to those types of yep. things like which will be a cup porn and all this kind of shit do you reckon the arabs will be getting on a bit of that hell yeah yeah the chinese i feel like the chinese can probably block it pretty good well they genetically tapped that market a long time time ago arguably like that's um you can argue that sexual selection has a lot to do with the way that our specific races have developed separately from each other all right yeah right and i've heard here you go it might be knowledge of the big knowledge of the big dog actually uh-huh. like our mate big dog our mate big dog yeah um was dropping this knowledge on me but he was basically <laughs> saying that there is potential that the reason that Asians in some of those cultures look young for so long until they're quite old yeah. is from the sexual selection process being of oh they sort of went for this more teenagery the bread for neoteny with small hips and small breasts and all that I remember that were attracted theory. to that kind of stuff yeah. so it keeps perpetuating yeah. that kind of look fucking white guys must have re- white cavemen must have really liked fat chicks then. so black men do like that ass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck does that I'm mean I'm a bit of a tit man yeah does that mean in like the Arabian Peninsula they evolved the burqa and stuff as well 
Is it like a selection process? Like, <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> it's not growing out of their fucking no, muff, no, no, muck but, flaps no, or something. It, like. it's, it's like peacock feathers and shit. Like it's a display. Like the kind of the more elaborate the fucking. Uh, oh, that no, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah, you're sort of um, but it's it's born out of oppression as well, though. That's what I don't like about it. It's like some potentially a lot of the people are hiding under that thing that don't want Islam. it. It's submission, dog. Fucking submit yourself. About time. Forget all this like stuff. Like, you can go to the beach over here and you can cover up because you're yeah, embarrassed you about your shit. You, you can cover up because you're hiding your wife. You can cover up for whatever reason you want. And you can almost get your titties out. And you can have, like, cock outline. You know what I mean? Like, the, <laughs> the beach is, like, open over here. And then you can go They've to got the, the burkini. Beach, it's a product of our multicultural society. That's what society. I mean. Yeah. Alla- you're allowed. Yeah. You're allowed. But over there, it's like, you're not allowed. Yeah, well, That's, what I don't like is authoritarianism. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying that they'll fucking... The West doesn't believe in anything, and we're all going to have to submit to Islam eventually. Well, you might. You're going to be in a computer by then? But I... I'm going to start a war. I'll start a nuclear war. Take the whole fucking thing down in flames. At the gay bar, gay bar, gay bar, because they'll never fucking look in there. Actually, that's Except where they all hang out. And blow up. <laughs> blow off. Let's just say that Abdul went down to the gay bar and he got nailed last night, but he doesn't know whether he got drunk or fucking fucking sexed with or if it was just the bomb that went off that fucking Farouk made. That's that a difficulty. Just a Star Trek vaporizer, wasn't it? Or Star Trek fucking teleporter. In the gay bar. But I don't know, fucking... That'd be funny if you, like, blow up as a suicide bomber and then you wake up in Star Trek as, like, Spock with no emotions and shit as punishment. Like, yes, I will, I will just tell you nonsense on a spaceship for the yeah, rest of my <laughs> rest of my days. It would be a learning experience, too. Like, that's samsara <laughs> shit or whatever, right? Like, he, that's sort of a sort of going to, like, if you're this crazy, angry fucking Mustafa guy or whatever, blowing shit up, and then you get to be Spock, that wouldn't be punishment. That would be fucking giving in, him... A, enlightenment. Yeah. <laughs> a shooter McGavin says in Happy Gilmore, here's but, a free lesson. But, you know, like, one man's torture is another man's pleasure or whatever, so. That's true. Yin and yang. If he loses his, his previous life, yeah, it would be a good thing. But if he doesn't lose it and he can remember <laughs> his rainbow dreams of his sand hut and all that kind of shit. Yeah. I don't know if that even exists, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's all in the eye of the beholder, which is why we should uh, love everyone. Yeah. Say, hi pe- say hi to people in the fucking street. I'm yeah. sick of that shit. Yeah. Let's bring the 80s back and shit. <laughs> Everyone's being such cunts to everyone. You're looking down at your phone so much you don't even notice that I'm trying to fuck you and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. We'll try, try and maintain some eye contact. I think this is a <laughs> this is a discipline. I think that if you're fucking mad dog alpha, enough if you're shit, if you're worth it, they're not going to look no, at their yeah, phone. If you're yeah. worth it, your fucking eyes will tell a story. Yeah, I was hypothesizing. It's not like bitches can't help looking at me <laughs> <laughs> on their phones because you spam so much fucking. Mental <laughs> Uh, they sorry. look up and they're like what 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 doing double takes and shit it's that guy from creepster.com like, oh. <laughs> lady stop going on creepster you know this shit's gonna happen yeah after that shit in Santa Fe and like six of the profiles on there are mine yeah 600 <laughs> fucking yeah that fucking what was I, it I owned the site in Ashley Madison like 98% of the profiles were fo- false when they got hacked really yeah 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 there were like all these dudes, barely any women, and like millions of fucking fake profiles just generated. Not surprising. Yeah, that's how you go. So fucking looking for love in all the wrong places, I think we can say. Um, that's about all I've got tonight. I think, I think okay, well, we can sum it up by saying in a way, Doe and me kind of stumbled upon this before the show, but the problem with the media and why it's a bit frustrating is because 
pretty much all their output is lacking in substance, relevance, and logic. Too true. So uh, to finish that, not all. We can't. We can't be too down. Yeah, no, no. We'll, not all. Fucking go listen to some other podcasts. Read like, a book. Read a book. Information's a lot more specialized now. So if you actually want to learn about something, you can find people that are quite educated that are on the internet now talking about it in pretty open and lengthy discussions. So yeah. the media is just changing. I think, and yeah. I'm sort of addicted to a dying medium because I'm. I do get amusement at how ridiculous it's become. Oh, well, yeah. But the way that it is reflecting what's happening in the education system and what's happening in the workplace, because I've experienced these things personally yeah. in the workplace, um, I, I, just, I, I cannot be quiet about that shit, you know what I mean? Because like, it's, it's, it's fucking atrocious when it happens to you, when you think that you're in a certain... You know, like it's like I felt like at a certain point my safe space was violated because of relationships that you have and then apparently you cross lines that you don't know are there because there's a disconnect between even our generation mm. and this new generation coming out of university that think they're entitled to they're entitled to sexual conversation until it offends them and then as soon as it offends them it becomes an attack you know what i mean so it's like you can't you can't really have open conversations in the workplace anymore and I wasn't really understanding of that enough because I'd been disconnected from people for a few years just working pizza jobs and not really giving a fuck about any sort of, like, you know, not even reading the news and shit. So mm. I was out of touch. But So is this a fucking indictment or an apology? It's not an apology. Not oh, cool. at all. I didn't do anything wrong. But cool. that's why I haven't gotten in trouble or anything. But I, I found myself sure. looking into myself because I felt like something had gone wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? I got put in a position where I felt like like I was in a position that where I was allowed to express myself in certain ways and then it felt like as soon as it suited the other parties, it became offensive because they'd had enough rather than being able to deal with me as a another adult human being and be like, hey, I didn't like that joke or don't speak to me anymore or something. Sure, okay. The shit just keeps going until there be- becomes something bad enough or, you know, something you can flip around and then say I'm offended or whatever. Just, you need a couple more winky faces in there. Oh, dude, I'm funny as shit and I know that I'm going to offend some fucking people. But once you develop a rapport with someone, there should be a common understanding where you're able to speak with the other person without having to fucking, you know. Yeah, should. But, you know, a lot of things should be. we got to yeah. deal with what is, you know. Yeah, but talk talk is talk. Talk is talk. Yeah, I'm not an abusive person. I yeah, think we can I've, establish that. Like you've known me for a long time, and yeah. I don't I don't abuse people yeah. or harass people. And yeah, shit like in non animal terms, he's not an abuser. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, okay, point taken. I wouldn't know where to start with that. But yeah, point. it like it it ended up having. That's why I'm sort of intense in this kind in these sort of topics is because I've had a first hand experience with it where I had to then rethink my own mentality and come to the realization that I was acting in a feminine way by responding to these things the way that I did. But I understood as well that by doing that, I gave myself the best chance of getting off, like getting out of trouble or, you know, whatever way you want to explain that. Because like I said, I don't think I did shit wrong in the first place. But I gave myself the best chance of not getting into trouble by doing what I felt comfortable with at the time was was acting like a bitch and like, what have I done? Mm. And I got out of everything, but it was a really humiliating experience. And that's that's the point of this is like, I don't like modern times in the way they're sort of trying to 
take something away from people rather than empowering everyone. So instead of just empowering women and getting them confident enough to deal with each other in the workplace, and yes, there is a line that you can cross in the workplace, but mm. instead of just empowerment to the point of, oh, I'm uncomfortable now, you should get rid of this motherfucker. Mm. Not that it was that. Yeah. Um, there, there should be common ground where it's like we're all strong yeah. people now instead of just victimology all the time. So. Like my bolter and your coffee mug deal with it. Yeah, n- yeah. not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, point taken, but you know, onwards and upwards, right? Yeah, dude. Fucking power for the people. Power for the people. <laughs> Fair point. I can't argue with that. Well, fuck, I'll see if there's anything else I need to, I need to fucking sum up. Um, I'm, I'm a uh, feminist reformer. I reform feminists. <laughs> I thought you were a refor- reformed feminist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am that as well. Because <laughs> I was using it for the pussy, which was zero. <laughs> I'm more just a player hater. Which is why the male feminists usually give up on it. Well, yeah. They give up because no one gives it up. <laughs> um, okay, I guess we can go out today. We love you, ladies. Honestly, all the best. You fucking look gorgeous all the time. <laughs> I know it's hard. Fucking juggling work and everything else and shit, you know. Dealing with these kind of, like, you know, strange new rules and everything yeah. as well. Fucking navigating... Navigating like a man's world, but with those kind of estrogen imbalances flowing through our body day to day, week to week, just, you know, it's understandable that we get overcome by our, you know, not even emotions sometimes, but just deep feelings. And we express those feelings in certain ways. It doesn't mean we're not capable and we're not powerful as women. Um, It just means, you know, sometimes we just want a little bit of tender love and care. A little hug, but not too tight. Um, And remember, everyone's got... So next time you see that uh, chubby person walking down the street, that's fat god. Yep. You see the cat, that's cat god. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Um, it's even a god, the guy I saw today. So who... don't hate, try and help. <laughs> don't hate, try and help the fat dog or the cat dog. Well, this fucking whack dog that came up to me today, fucking, <laughs> I had my headphones in and he like, I could tell out of the corner he was doing that sort of junkie walk towards you and I'm like, oh, he's coming right for me. And I'm not saying he's not a god. because he's for us. Yeah, we all love, but he comes on and, you know, it's a big, long spiel. Yeah, he was the god of the junkies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's a big, long spiel, but it began with, this was the beginning, like, oh, yeah, I'm from Brisbane and I just came out from Wollongong and I got to get to Tari. Like, that's the very first bit. Like, whoa, slow your roll. Slow your roll. I thought that was a good little opening gambit. I'm from Brisbane. I just came from Wollongong and I got to get to Tari. <laughs> Like, nice and quick. and I He think, hadn't even started to talk about meth yet. No, he didn't. He, <laughs> he said some crazy shit about, oh, do you know where the office for, like, fucking people that can't travel and shit is that don't have the money for it? And I'm like, oh, I sort of pointed over at Central because that's where I fucking hang around work days, <laughs> Central Station. This is why it happens to me. Um, and he's like, yeah, like, I went over there, but there's a problem because I don't have enough money and stuff, and I just need... And he had, like, seven bucks in his hand. And he's like, I just need 280. And I had no money on me, so I'm like, sorry, mate, and put my headphones back in. And he, I think he swore at me, and I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Hope you didn't get your fucking junk. <laughs> but you're a god. You're beautiful, as Oprah says. We're all beautiful. Yeah, he's like the god of death or some shit yeah. at that point. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for the Cones and Doe show this week, I think. Um, I got a little song of mine to finish on. It doesn't really have a name. Fucking the little Wait, pro- Can we call it Earth Was an Egg and Now It Turned Into a Testicle? Uh, <laughs> no. By Cones. Uh, the working title was There Is No Alternative, but that's pretty wanky, so I'll just say that anyway. It's probably even gayer than Doe's one, but <laughs> I'm still not going to let it be called that. Um, 
it's been it's been real, as always on the Cones and Doe show. I think we've learnt something. We've forgotten something. We've fucking been down to the depths and we're heading up to the mountains. We're looking, seeking nirvana, looking for that perfect high, that transcendental fucking, yeah, transcendental resonance, I believe. Uh, Cairns? What? You kicking me out? Go suck a bag of dicks. I was still ranting. Hey. <laughs> That's rude and homophobic. Fucking <laughs> fuck it. See ya.